Welcome to the Hot Chicks Write Hot Books podcast with Jen Foster and Melanie Johnson, where authors give you their inside secret tips on how to be a successful best-selling author. Hi, welcome to the Hot Chicks Write Hot Books podcast with Jen Foster and myself, Melanie Johnson. We're here today with an incredible author, Leslie Stevens-Sui. She wrote a number one international best-selling book on divorce, so she turned a negative into a positive. I just love Leslie. She's been a friend and a, uh, uh, a co-worker as well, and um, she has written this book. She's become a number one best-selling author, and she's also a tremendous success coach. Leslie, we are so happy to have you here. You've got a great energy. You've got a great story to tell us. Um, tell us about yourself and how you got started. Hi, good morning girls. You know I'm really thrilled to be here so thank you for inviting me. Um, as you said, I, I did get divorced, uh, not of my own asking, and I didn't know what to do afterwards. I, I was distraught. I had that first year that most women have where kind of everything was all over the place. I wasn't thinking straight. I was just trying to get my life back. I'd taken some years off work, as a lot of women do, to raise my children. So I wasn't quite sure if I should go back to an old career. Some of my old careers didn't exist anymore. For instance, I ran art departments at record companies here in LA, and that kind of went away um, when record companies all merged. So I was really struggling. So I started coaching and I started writing and the result a few years later was, as you said, my book. It's called Divorced Now What? And it is a survival guide for other women who are facing that first year and it became a bestseller in America and then an international bestseller. So I'm really proud what I've accomplished in the last few years. That is so awesome that you took that experience and um, turned it into such a positive and became an author. I just love that. Yeah. Thank you. So were you, were you a writer before? I mean, how did you become a writer? How did you know you wanted to write a book? And, and why did you, you know, think, oh, I'm going to write about my divorce? Like, how did you come up with all that? Well, you know, for me, I, everyone has their own reasons why they haven't written a book. I always thought I'd write a book. I always thought I'd write a children's book. Uh, when I was young, I really liked art, so I thought I'd write a picture book. Then I thought I'd write a, a youth book, a juvenile book. Uh, and I never really thought I would write a book about my divorce. Um, and I never really thought I'd write a book about what I do in my coaching work. I happened to be in a book club with some really amazing professional writers. And that actually made me not want to write a book for a long time because who am I to write a book, right? I've got LA Times journalists. Back when the LA Times was like a really top-notch paper, a few of my book club girls were journalists there. Um, I've got a Booker Award finalist in my book club. I mean, I have real authors. What's that? That was intimidating. It, really intimidating. So who am I? I didn't... I didn't go to school to write. I haven't had a passion for writing. You know, I didn't journal like every single thing of my entire youth. So it was a hard leap to mentally get from the point of, I'd like to write a book. I have something to write about, and I think it's a great vehicle for me and something I'm passionate about to thinking, I could be a writer. Um, just with the way everything's changed these days where I can self-publish, and that's how I can start, has changed the game for everyone. So. For me to get to that mindset uh, of real and do this, I have something to say, I have something to promote, I have a business that I run that this 
actually fits so perfectly with. And mm -hmm. I can get my message that I've been kind of one-on-one -on -one telling people through my coaching, I can get that out to a much larger audience and really help people. Mm -hmm. So it was more of a mindset shift from who am I? What do you think changed your mindset? What got you over the hurdle of the fear of getting started? Well, to be honest with you, Melanie and Jen, um, the the mastermind that group that I joined um, that you both have helped with, finding a support group, finding people around you who are telling you, hey, we're interested in this in this too, and we can do it, and you can do it. I would never have done it alone. I know that. Yeah. Um, I thought if I had wanted. If I was going to write the Great American Novel or the Great American, you know, help book on my own, I would have done it by now, to be honest with you. Great. And it's just not something I was able to do on my own. Um, I really needed a group. I needed support. I needed other people who were giving me ideas, who were asking me for help, which was mm -hmm. very empowering to have someone turn to me virtually mm -hmm. and say, hey, what do you think about this? Um, it made me really feel like, I was I was doing this for real. It it solidified what I was doing and turned yeah. it in reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just thought after you had your support group and you're like, okay, I'm gonna write this book. Then it was okay. Now I can get started. So how did you go about getting started writing your book? Did you outline? Did you record it? Did you video it? How did you? Did you just start writing, or how did you actually start writing your book? Yeah, it's a really great question because um, there's another mindset shift that has to happen right there. There's another hurdle. There's the first hurdle of, can I do this? Who am I to do this? That goes to, I can do this. I'm going to do this. Yep. And then there's the actually starting to do it. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of time thinking, and that wasn't the most productive time. Right? I mean, I could sit there and think about my next book for another six months without doing anything. So I started, um, Evernote is actually one of my tips. I mm -hmm. put Evernote on my phone, my computer, my iPad. Mm -hmm. and I started just collecting things that I thought, I'm, directions I might want to go. I mm -hmm. still wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. So I started just kind of collecting everything I saw that worked, and I collected it on my phone. I'd record in Evernote, you can also record. So I'd be in Trader Joe's, and I'd be, you know, like, oh, remember to talk about smiling or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I had that everywhere. I had it on my computer. I could go home. And I, I started taking long walks with the dogs, and I put my headphones on um, and just started recording on my phone stories basically, stories that I thought were important and mm -hmm. um, relate to things I teach. That yeah. was the part. Then I will say there is another component right there where you start compiling information and you think you know what you want to write about or what you have to say, and then it has to actually turn into something feasible. And so there's, <laughs> there's another step after that. Yeah. Did right. it feel, for people who have not done the video thing before, did it feel weird talking to yourself, talking into the phone, and how did you get comfortable with that? <laughs> well, actually, I tried a few different things. So first, um, I started just writing. 
and I, I have a pretty good voice when I write, but your voice when you write, you get very critical, and there's a lot of backspace and edit and re-edit, and it just doesn't flow, and that's why people just don't get their books done, right? Is you just keep rewriting, rewriting, and getting very specific, and, and you lose your voice. Mm-hmm. So I started videoing and um, recording. So the first few, I was very self-conscious, and then one night, <laughs> I have never told this story out loud, one night, my... <laughs> My friend Matthew was gone, the kids were with their dads, and I thought, you know what? I had made this book for my sister when she turned 40, and I asked 40 people to give stories about her. It was called 40 for 40. It's actually mm-hmm. really good. Oh, what a great gift. It, it was fantastic. But what I was telling people as they weren't sending stories is I would call them and I'd say, look, have a glass of wine and just call me on, your, on my voicemail. I won't answer, and just tell me a story about Diana. Right? Like, mm-hmm. just have a glass of wine, loosen yourself up, kind of lose that, you know, nervousness. Yeah. So I thought, I should do that. I should take my own advice. So I made myself a martini. I didn't make myself a glass of wine. I made myself a martini. You did more heavy. And I, I drank this martini, and I started looking over my information, and I recorded, like, about an hour and a half worth of what I thought was going to be golden gems. And then when I looked back at it, it was a little bit drunk, and it was all <laughs> completely unusable. So, but so I will say, what that did do was tell me, you know, I can sit down in the evening and record an hour and a half. Maybe just um, a martini. <laughs> yes, maybe not a whole martini. But what I did was I made a list of questions. I made a list of um, questions people usually ask me my frequently asked questions and a, and a list of questions that people should be asking me or that I really need to be teaching, things I know to be important. And mm-hmm. I started kind of interviewing myself. And mm-hmm. that, the, the, the strong martini incident <laughs> kick-started that, which really, really paid off. It really paid off in the writing the of the martini book. incident. It goes down as the martini incident. Martini incident, yeah. Yeah. So you have your do's and your don'ts. Your do's yes. are do record yourself. Yes. And do get if do have a glass of wine to loosen up or something oh, where yeah. you're not tense and uptight and like oh I've got to get this done I only have a minute but actually just relax and just talk and record yourself. Yeah. And don'ts are. Don't, don't drink a lot. <laughs> don't drink a lot because you probably can't use that content. But it was a good learning experience for you because you were like, oh, well, now I can. I know that I have time in the evening. I can do it. I can record it. I can get it done. Yeah, it also feels like you were saying when you asked the question, how did it feel to interview yourself? That can feel... Yeah. You know, you're not having this kind of conversation, and it, and it can be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, luckily, I, I've acted my whole life, so I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with it. But, but the interviewing part where I needed to be an expert and I needed to give actual practical advice, mm-hmm. that, that did. It, it took the martini incident to um, kind of get me over that, that fear and, and just kind of kick it into play. Yeah. Right, so what have you learned so far um, after the martini incident was over and you started getting your content out there and figuring out to do the 10 questions and answer questions that you needed? Um, what would you say that you learned that were the do's and don'ts? Jen went over a couple, you know, maybe not a martini, but, um, you know, the 10 questions. What were some of the other things that you would say, if you're going to write, definitely do this and definitely don't do that? For writing or for uh, capturing on video? For writing? Um, 
Do both. Give us both for writing and then do the capturing on video too. That would be awesome. Uh, if you're doing video, I would just say definitely to try and make sure you have your normal energy. Um, you know, we all see a lot of video where people, they don't look very comfortable. So that's why I think the Martini incident actually, um, not that I needed that much help to get behind the camera or in front of the camera, <laughs> but um, it definitely helps to get more comfortable. You know, they say on reality television that it only takes... I think, I think it was four days. After four days of being filmed, people forget the cameras there. When you're watching, you're thinking, how are these people having these crazy conversations with a camera crew there? So if you start videotaping yourself now, um, you might find everything unusable up for a, a couple of interviews. But yeah. knowing that as you go, as you go, you, you, you start realizing maybe what you're doing behind you. Maybe you hated the way your hair looked. Um, you hate the way your voice sounds, you were too stiff, you were too hyped, uh, too much coffee, you'll start too many martinis, you'll start figuring that out. So I think that's always a really, um, it's good to just practice a bit before you do something that you know you need to have done. Mm -hmm. uh, as for writing, you know, um, like I said, I really, for the, the beginning stages of my book, I really found Evernote to, uh, a couple things. Evernote to be key for me, just to be able to compile. I I started writing in a different, few different formats. I started uh, in Word, typing stuff out, and then I started. I got Google Docs, and it just was so much information. And unlike um, you know, like when we were in school and you'd have a binder and you could like flip through things, I was just scrolling down this page and it was just uh, just so many words. Um, because this wasn't a fiction book, I, I had to figure out my method for mm -hmm. taking all of that and this goes here and this this is better with this and cut that out. So that's what I found with Evernote is I could kind of put things in folders, put ideas, photos, video, um, audio, all in one place. So mm -hmm. that really helped. Um, my phone, my iPhone was probably the most invaluable tool uh, for everything that wasn't just writing because I could audio myself on walks or in the car telling stories and answering questions. I'd, I'd be, I'd find myself somewhere and thinking about one of these frequently asked or should be asked questions mm -hmm. that I wanted to answer and I would just be kind of daydreaming, you know, my own conversation about it. And I'd pull out the phone and I would just get it all out. And so I've got I've got entire chapters out that way. Some of them driving, realizing, oh my god, I've got the best story. And yeah. I've got the best answer. Mm -hmm. So this, um, and third, I would say, um, the, the, my best advice for writing is use story. Yeah. You've got to start off with a story. I know one of our mentors um, talks about a story at the top of every chapter, and I've always believed that is absolutely the way to engage people. Mm -hmm. People just need that. They need that little hook. They need the little martini incident or whatever you're writing about to yeah. talk about, uh, to get them set and invested because you mm -hmm. want, no matter what kind of book you're writing, uh, business book, personal book, I, I wrote a coaching book, uh, relationship book, you want people to be engaged. And if they're not engaged, they're not engaged. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great tip. I love mm -hmm. that starting each chapter with the story because you're right. It makes you real. It makes you vulnerable, and mm -hmm. it draws people in. And then it kind of um, if they can't get the sometimes you need that story because you're not getting the actual fact until someone explains it to you in a story. That's so yeah. much better. Exactly. That's so true. So true. Well, those are great tips. 
So now you have your book published. What have you done since you've gotten your book published? Have you had any like um, signing book signing parties or um, do you know what kind of things do you do now that you have a book? Well, the book has only been out. Um, it's not actually that long, mm -hmm. um, and uh, I've got the. Um, I'm sorry, I've got the uh, digital book out, the paperback book out, mm -hmm. and the audio is on its way out. So oh, basically I started recording the audio pretty quickly. I had a lot to do for that. And mm -hmm. I've been writing, um, there's more, my book just couldn't quite, the subject matter of my book was very defined. So there's more in this type of series that I've got going on for women in the first years after divorce. So I've been writing a lot of that. And I've been speaking. Um, I haven't done a book signing party, and I really, really think I should, Jen. Just lie on out and organize that for me. Uh, uh, but I, I have been speaking, and I was, um, I was just invited to submit, and it's an honor to even be invited to submit for a, a TEDx um, oh, cool. talk. So You're awesome! That's incredible. I mean, that's huge, huge, Leslie. Thank That's you. awesome. That's really awesome. So tell us more about the audio. Um, how are you going about doing that, recording the audio for your book? Well, um, I, I I was kind of struggling to figure out the the where, when, how to work this into my already busy life. Mm -hmm. You know, I am a single mom. I've got two kids. Mm -hmm. I you know. Um, I work and I coach and I'm in and out and I'm speaking. I'm trying to get more gigs and I got mm -hmm. all this going on. So when do I record the audio? So I set up. Um, I'm actually we've been recording it inside my car in the garage, which mm -hmm. sounds oh. crazy for me after doing. I've done a lot of voice. My boyfriend is an actor and he does a lot of voice work as well. In my house, the best place ended up being inside the car and I just learned that I figured that out as a fluke when I was recording actually on my phone for mm -hmm. um, just some notes was was wow this sounds amazing where where did I record this oh the car yeah so, but, but to clarify in the garage in the car so you're not driving you're just no 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 I'm not driving yeah but just to clarify for those who like just pop in on this <laughs> yeah. you want to make sure that there's no other noise that it's just no. Yeah. yeah, I'm in a soundproof. Right, too. Now, this is for your recording for Audible books. So, you have an audio version of your book, correct? Yes, yes. So, I've just been, um, was waking up an hour earlier every day mm -hmm. and going out and getting out a chapter, getting out as many mm -hmm. pages as I could get. And that actually went pretty, pretty fast. So, mm -hmm. that's my suggestion just get out a few minutes early every day and, and try and knock that puppy out. Awesome. I like that you're doing it yourself and not having someone else read it. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. So, um, what you've done so far, what would you suggest to um, other people that have that you know has worked for you so far in the marketing genre? Give us a few like tips that this definitely worked, and I would do more of this, or maybe things that haven't worked for you in the marketing. Well, you know. I would say for everyone, if you're waiting to really promote yourself on social media until a book is done, that's a mistake. I was trying to like hold things like after the book's out, then I'll I'll you know start tweeting about this or start publishing about this, like you know blogging about this, and and that was a definite mistake. So I would say don't do what I did and kind of hold things back until you can say I'm an author, I've got a book out, okay. uh, because I didn't build my audience enough. And so I've mm -hmm. been 
catching up in that way. And that's, that's, you guys both know, that's not the easiest thing to do. So um, what's really been working for me is writing on my subject matter uh, or linking to my subject matter. That, that's worked very well. Mm-hmm. Um, LinkedIn, uh, you know, I'm not the best at LinkedIn. I'm better at everything except LinkedIn, but it's proven itself fairly valuable. I've been asked to write a few different articles and submit, uh, be, be part of a few different publications through LinkedIn. So if you're doing something in business, you, know, you probably already know more about LinkedIn than I do. So uh, I would say definitely promote yourself on LinkedIn. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I'm trying to gather all my other followers so that they know what I'm doing and know where I am. Mm-hmm. Gather the herd. Gather yes. the herd. you got to gather your herd and get it mm-hmm. together and, um, and let them know what you're doing, for sure. Exactly. exactly. Right, and then once you have your list, now you can promote your book more and get more people to buy your book. So <clears throat> you, you became number one best-selling author internationally, right? Yeah. So yeah. more than one country, which is awesome. Congratulations. Thank um, you. So you have that sell, but how else do you get people to buy your book? Do you um, do any other kind of marketing for to get more sales on your book? Um, I haven't done any other marketing yet. So, um, yes, I became international. Um, both England and Germany have been very kind to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly why in Germany. Um, perhaps uh, it translates well, uh, my, <laughs> my title. But I've not been really, my goal for the first six months has not been to make my money off of book sales. So right. I've got my book priced fairly low. Um, I really want people to just get my book and, and get myself out there talking about this subject matter. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's not been promoting my book sales. Right. Um, that actually, as I get my other books out, will change. So yeah. be ready to buy the books. But uh, for right now, I'm just trying to build this audience. Mm-hmm. not been all about um, the book sales. So I don't yeah. have an awful lot of tips for book sales, um, more just building the audience. Yeah. Getting my How would you say, um, what is your goals for this changing and using this platform that you're building? Um, Where do you see it taking you? Well, I was, what I was doing before the book came out was I was um, coaching people one-on-one. And what I was realizing was that there's this huge audience of people who were asking for my help, who were asking for advice, and that wasn't how I was best served, which is actually what led me to writing this book, which was instead of one person at a time, try and get to a larger market, so a larger audience. So uh, through the book, I've been able to get out to a lot more people, and I'm doing more group coaching uh, and just some programs where I can get it's more affordable for people to become part of my program and part of my private Facebook group. So a few different price points for people where they could still be getting the support. Um, as you know, I'm really, really an advocate of women supporting other women in business through divorce in all stages of life. I, I mm-hmm. think that's really important for us. So that's what I've been trying to do is get my programs going, get my communities going where people can join when they need uh, and they need this, that support of other women who have lived through what they've lived through and overcome and accomplished. Mm-hmm. I love it. So tell us, what is a funny story since you've, since you've become a best-selling author or, and now that you have a book, is there a funny story or something that's happened since you've become this best-selling author that you want to share with us? 
Um, actually, the, the, it's not that it's a funny story, but there's been an ongoing, um, uh, not joke, but thing where people that I've met in the last few years who didn't realize I was divorced, which I found really interesting. Um, the divorce community, you know, we don't like to self-identify with being mm -hmm. divorced. It's not yeah. like, you know, I'm an adventurer and I join all these adventurer groups and, yes. you know, I don't want to wear that sign on my head. And yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't think I changed my Facebook status for a long time. And then I just changed it to single because I'm like, really? I'm going to put divorce? No way. I don't want people to know that. <laughs> I'm just going to put single. <laughs> yeah. Well, totally. the few people who said to me, like, um, you wrote a, a book on divorce, what do you know about divorce? And I thought like, what the heck are you talking about? What do I know about divorce? I know everything about divorce. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't like a funny ha-ha thing when no. it was happening, but it was um, actually quite a great testament to the work that I put into myself post-divorce that I put into this book, telling, you know, talking to women about how to get past these times, how to get more present in your own life, mm -hmm. how to let you know, some things go, and, and how to sleep. I mean, to be honest, it took me a year to, to sleep. So mm -hmm. um, I feel like that at least um, really made me feel like I'd accomplished a lot to have people mm -hmm. not know why I'm writing a divorce book. Yeah. You were I a survivor. Like sure. I was what? You're a, a survivor. You were not just a survivor, you were a thriver. That's right. And now That's you've got right. to share your information to help other women along the way, along their journey. How That's awesome right. is that? You're giving back and, um, you know, and accomplishing your goals at the same time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love that about what you, you guys have going on with your um, your book writing groups that you guys promote, which is women helping women get their message out, get their story out, or get out their business expertise. And, I mean, I think that's fantastic. One of the reasons I love you girls so much. Yeah, we're trying to help women get their story out and realize yeah. that they can be uh, empowered just like you did. You realize, hey, I've got something to say. I've learned to craft over the years. I've got this knowledge. I need to share it. And, um, yeah, we're just so happy to have – we've got uh, several women joining us on our Hot Chicks Write Hot Books down in the Dominican Republic where we're going to run them through a whole process and kind of cut through all your do's and don'ts that you had that yeah. – and the you know the margarita debacle that we can um, you know they don't have to have that extra hour or two days that they didn't get things done the right way so mm -hmm. we've got all our expertise that we're going to get them right through it and mm -hmm. oh my gosh we're staying is so fabulous mm -hmm. um, you're gonna have to come down with us Leslie for your next book because it's just so incredible it's beautiful down there and uh, you just get excellent service you're treated like queens while you're down there as well and mm -hmm. Jen is uh, really a super expert she's going to give us a lot of information too. Yeah, I'll be talking a lot about video and marketing and social media, and of course we'll go through the whole book process and, and help them become number one bestsellers, so we're really excited about it. Well, I, I'm really excited about it because um, for all of you out there watching who don't know, I do know Jen and Melanie both, and they have been in um, you know a mastermind with me, we've been in book support, uh, like writing, not support, but uh, in writing groups together. Jen, I still go to you for marketing advice. Um, <laughs> Melanie, you helped me through a time when I was like, what am I going to do right now? You came through and brainstormed with me one evening. I don't know if you remember. I remember. Um, yeah. In San Diego, and you're like, da 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 
And I, my mind was blown. And you both have such fantastic ideas. And I know how supportive you are in in writing books. We you know we've all we've done this with uh, the support of each other. So these hot chicks are really lucky <laughs> with you. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're excited. That. Well, um, tell us a little bit before we go um, where we can find your uh, book. Give us your website and uh, any information we should know about you um, so our listeners and viewers can um, catch up with you and get your information. Great. Well, um, the book, uh, I don't know how well it's showing. This is actually an old cover. I realized uh, yeah. here hold I am. It for a while. Hold, hold it up and hold it still for a while so we really get a good look at it. Here I am. Doing this video interview, and this is a this is a, like my first version, like right when I put my first sticker on, which was um, number one bestseller. Like this mm -hmm. this version was only available for like two days. I don't know how this is the one I have with me in in the office, but um, it's called Divorced Now What, uh, and it is available on Amazon right now. And I also have uh, a website called Transformation Today. There's no .com. It's just transformation.today. And no. on there, that's my website for um, all my coaching. For um, I have a podcast coming out soon. I'm still recording it. So you can get the information out there. And, and the book. That's awesome. the best way to find me. Great. That's, we'll make sure we put that link on the bottom of the video. And then before you go, why I want you to tell our listeners why they should become an author. Why should they write a book? Wow. Um, for me, for me, it. I mean, I don't want to sound over dramatic, but it kind of changed everything. Because it, even though after my divorce, I had been having success professionally, I'd been coaching, I'd been coaching women, um, I'd been doing a lot of things, but I still had this um, kind of not not good enough to hang with the big dogs feeling. And for me, especially after divorce, that that's kind of what comes with the territory, you know, mm -hmm. is that you failed at something really big. And, and I couldn't quite shake that. And it was, it really um, bothered me that the Leslie of my 20s, mm -hmm. you know, before I met my ex-husband, uh, which was this confident, I can do anything, you know, I live in LA, I can hang with the biggest of the big and play in a game, um, was really kind of being squashed and was missing. And, and that really bothered me and I didn't know what to do about it. And when I started writing the book, I realized I, I can do it. Like, I, who am I not to do this? Mm -hmm. And getting the book out, um, and I will say telling people the book was coming out and telling people a date the book was coming out which was holding not just myself accountable uh, mm -hmm. but telling everyone and typing it to people and posting it on Facebook like my book will be available on this date um, really gave me this extra sense of purpose and accomplishment that I had not been able to find in all the years and all the work I was doing after my divorce um, and it really made me feel like the Leslie of my 20s, where I had all these things I've done that seem so important, and I've done this, and I've done that, and, you know, whatever in your 20s seems so important in defining you, and now, you know, for me, I, I wrote a book, and it's become an international bestseller. Like, that is the thing that is changed it all for me. It's changed the game. Yeah. 
So I love that that it gave you purpose, made you feel like you had a purpose and a sense of accomplishment, and really gave you a huge boost in confidence. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that. I love that too. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Leslie, for being on our show today. We're so excited to hear more about you in the future and see your next books that are coming out. And uh, everyone, please visit Leslie's uh, website, transformation.today. Yeah. And thanks, everyone, for joining Hot Chicks Write Hot Books. We're going to bring you more hot chicks and even some hot guys. We, we know you got to have token hot guys that come on here, too, now and then. And uh, <laughs> we're glad we hope we can inspire you to start writing, um, inspire you to join us in the Dominican Republic at our fabulous villa, and to walk you through the uh, writing process and get your book out. We're there to get you every step of the way and help you become a number one best-selling author. If you don't want to fight through it yourself, if not, take all these great tips that the authors are giving you and just get started. Feel that sense of purpose and accomplishment and um, that confidence that you get from writing a book and the outcome really is your business will grow so much. Mm -hmm. um, you'll become that expert in your field and you'll transform your business and your life by writing a book. Um, the game has changed like Leslie said. Um, you don't have to wait for a publisher or try and wallow in that. You can do it yourself. The tools and uh, everything is out there for you to do it now. So join us again next time for Hot Chicks Write Hot books and uh, join us uh, subscribe to us and uh, join us on our Facebook page and please come to the Dominican with us and become an author we'll talk to you soon thanks everybody thank you for more information you can visit our website at hotchickswritehotbooks.com or you can text your name and email address to 832-572-5285